Welcome to the Small Steps Big Wins podcast, where I'm dedicated to helping you take control of your life. I'm Sue Saller, and I'm excited to be your host on this journey. I'll be bringing you inspiring stories, practical tips, and expert advice to help you overcome obstacles, set and achieve your goals, and live the life you've always wanted. Together, we'll discover that making small changes is not only possible, but can lead to big results. Join me now as we explore the power of positive thinking, the art of goal setting, and the strategies for success. Are you ready? Let's go do this. Welcome to the Small Steps Big Wins podcast, where today's Monday Morning Matters unpacks a small step mentioned in one of my interviews and gives you something bite-sized that you can work on this week. In episode 15, I had a great interview with Sarah Weaver. We talked about how she started in real estate investing, how she used it to design the life she has today, the practicals of MTR strategy, and so much more. I would encourage you to go back and listen to her interview if you haven't done so already. Today's Monday Morning Matters drops into part of my interview with her that is not part of the original broadcast. I asked Sarah about what advice she would give to her younger self. So let's listen in on the conversation, shall we? Question for you, if you could go back to your younger self in time and deliver a message, what would you tell younger Sarah? Like like 16-year-old Sarah, younger? Yeah, like 16, yeah, sure. I would tell her calm down. I think people would be surprised with, with how much I travel. I I assume people probably think I'm spontaneous and, you know, wild 16 year old Sarah was really stressed. Like if I'm a avid journaler, so I've written in my journals for since I was 12, I, I have just stacks and stacks of journals. Um, and sometimes I'll go back and read them and I am amazed how much I was worried Mm-hmm. worried about getting the right job, getting into the right college, having like the right scholarship and and money. I was so worried about money. Mm-hmm. And so if I could go back and just tell her anything, it would be like, it's all going to work out. Mm-hmm. I'd probably whisper, chill out <laughs> and kiss more boys, like have more fun. <laughs> That's not advice for all 16-year-olds. That's definitely not good advice for all 16-year-olds. Sure. But my 16-year-old self should have chilled out a little bit. Did you find when you were reading your journals about all those worries, did any of that stuff come true? Well, I think that I wouldn't have never allowed it to happen. And so mm. I think that um, – but I also think that there's on – the, on the adverse side of that is sometimes people focus so much on the negative – and then you look at their life and they attract mm. so much negative. And so I do think it's really, point. you have to be so much better control. You have to have have better control of your thoughts. Because if you continue to just be negative, well, then, yeah, bad things are going to happen. And then you're going to say, see, I told you that was going to happen. Well, yeah, because you attracted that. And, yeah. and so I think that it's really important that you have complete control over your thoughts. Because we don't have complete control over much. (laughs) Yeah, that's a good point. Is there something in particular that you do to capture your thoughts to have control over them? Because I can see that, you know, sometimes our minds wander, you know, they start wandering places. What do you do to capture them? I I, I have a real habit of writing in my journal. I think Mm. that that habit is probably, probably the best, probably one of my only really good habits that has stuck with me my entire life. And that is a really, really good habit because you can go back and look and see, oh, wow, like I really, I, I really let that person get really under my skin. 
Like why, mm-hmm. why did that person's comment mm-hmm. bother me that much that I went home and journaled about it? Mm-hmm. Or, or why am I so concerned about what this person thinks of me when frankly their opinion doesn't really matter? Mm-hmm. Um, and so I think that's the only way that I can catch myself in reflection. Um, and then in the moment, it, it just, it's like anything. You just have to train yourself. We all have those days. I mean, I'm having it sometimes with my arm. It's mm-hmm. like, you know, oh, well, this bad thing happened and then that bad thing happened and you can spiral out of control. Mm-hmm. And then mm-hmm. all of a sudden, you know, your broken arm turns into tears because you're like, I'm always going to be single. And it's like, what? So I want to drop in here to make sure you did not miss what Sarah was saying. Her advice to her younger self was to chill out, but that she realized this through the act of journaling. One way she used journaling was to give her a window back in time on experiences and situations and allowed reflection to help her shape her future. Now, let's listen in on another aspect of journaling. Journaling does so much. And you touched on one aspect of journaling where you can capture your thoughts, write them down and actually interact with them. The other thing I've journaled is conversations that I've had with people. Mm. Uh, I have several friends. I have a mentor of mine who just happened by a series of events, just happened to, we just became friends and we meet for breakfast every once in a while. And after every conversation, there are so many nuggets of wisdom that he gives me. I sit down with my journal. I capture everything that I can remember. And to your point about going back and reading, it is a good mental exercise because you do start honing in on those things that you, and even I found it too. I mean, I have journals. I've been doing it for a long time. And even my journals from two years ago or even a year ago versus today, I go back and look at a journal from a year and a half ago and it's like superficial worry things. Yeah. And then I look at my journals today and they're like, I'm heading forward and I'm going to go do this. And I learned this from that person. So what changed between that Sue and this Sue? Oh, <laughs> what changed was the people I surrounded myself with. And you touched on this earlier as well, where you just had to say no to some friends and say yes to others and surround yourself with like-minded people. I was stuck in my life for many, many, many years, and I didn't understand and realize that it was the people that I was surrounding myself with and I didn't have that support and I didn't know how to break through uh, that brick wall. It almost felt like I lived my life behind a brick wall Mm. and I know there's something more over on the other side, but you know, it doesn't, doesn't make any sense to run headfirst into a brick wall. There's probably a series of events in the course of a couple of months that started to change my way of thinking. And then I started to change who I was around. And then I started to listen to other people who had high aspirations for themselves. And I thought, where'd these people come from? (laughs) You know, they're, they're out they're they're doing all these cool things. And I had to get out of my own way because I'd say to myself, well, they're doing those cool things. That's not for me. Mm. But then I realized, wait a minute, it is for me. It's for everybody. It's not just for Sarah. It's not just for David Green. It's not just for fill in the blank of somebody who's popular. It's Mm -hmm. not just for them. It's for me as well. And after I started hanging out with different people and I hear stories like yours and the other people that I've had on my podcast and will have on my podcast, all of their stories have a common thread. 
they realize that what is abundant in this life is available to them and that they are given the skills, the talents, the knowledge, the people, what they need to go forth and be able to take advantage of everything this wonderful life has to offer. And it looks different for everybody. Yep. You know, for, for Sarah, you know, for you, it's being able to be completely independent and not have to have a place. That's, that's your reality. That's your life. And it's a beautiful one and it may not apply to somebody else. I can't, I personally can't live that life because mm-hmm. I have obligations on my end that I can't do that. I can still travel, but I can't go from place to place every two months, but that's okay. You know, I still have an abundant life. You have an abundant life. So any of us out there, once we overcome that limiting belief that, oh, that's available for them, that's not available for me, and you let that go, then you start seeing, like you said, if you're a negative person, you're going to see all the negative things. If you take it and turn it around and start looking for the positive things, the positive things are going to start flowing your way. And it's well, so you, you have thing. a, you have a beautiful spirit and I can Thank tell you. that you bring joy into your heart every day because oh that's God. what you exude out to the world. So let's talk about the small steps that you can take this week. The first is journaling. You heard about the benefits of journaling and there's no right or wrong way to do it. Consistency is the key. And if you're not a big writer, then start with something small, like three things that you were grateful for that day. The second is affirmations, what you tell yourself. Think about what you tell yourself daily and see if those thoughts are serving you and moving you forward or if they're negative and keeping you stuck. Limiting beliefs are those words we tell ourselves or others might tell us that keep us from living life on our terms. Use journaling to write down your limiting beliefs and then counteract them by writing down the things that would set you free from those limiting beliefs. Realize that you can create the life of your dreams and take action each day to make them a reality. Sometimes you have to get those thoughts out of your life that are holding you back. And finally, we talked about those who you surround yourself with. Take inventory of your friends and see if they are headed in the same direction that you want to be moving in. You are the average of the five people you spend the most time with. Make your time count. And if you want to hear more, I would encourage you to listen to my entire interview with Sarah. I want to thank you for listening to my podcast. I value your time with me because I realize you could be listening to someone else right now. If you got any value or you think someone else can benefit from what you heard, please spread the word, hit subscribe, and check out my website at www.suesaller.com. Please drop me an email and let me know what your big win was for the week. I would love to hear from you. Remember, life doesn't get better by chance. It gets better by choice. Take small steps and make today awesome, friends. God bless you.